Hip Hop Album Review, LP and Killer Mike, Run the Jewels. And we got a special motherfucking guest with us today, The Needle Drop, the one and only. <laughs> what up, boy? <laughs> we can't play, ain't nothing to fuck with. Right. Man, so you want to start it off, Mr. Special yeah. Guest? Um, as you guys know who watched the show, LP and Killer Mike, collaborative duo who really made a huge buzz last year when they got together with LP pretty much on the production for the most part and uh, Killer Mike rapping uh, with the fantastic album Rap Music, which, I mean, really brought both of them a lot of attention. Uh, LP's album that he put out that year, Cancer for Cure, did really well, but I mean, I, I think we can all agree that getting together with LP really sort of revamped Killer Mike's career in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, while his last full-length LP pledge was really good if you're into Southern hip-hop and you're looking for Southern MCs with a little more substance and vivid imagery in their lyrics, it's not like there was a lot of attention on him sort of getting together with LP with this really huge, just colorful, noisy production um, just did wonders for uh, just giving, for people giving him a chance. And uh, so now, you know, they've been doing some touring, they're about to go out on another tour, and they've come together with this collaborative duo. I mean, they've already collaborated, but I think they've come up with a name now for their collaboration to put a bit of, I don't know, maybe take LP and sort of take him out from the background of the whole thing. Like, he's not just producing, he's not just this behind-the-scenes guy, he's rapping track for track for track for track with Killer Mike and trading verses. And even though this album came out, I mean, the release of this collection of tracks is pretty close to the release of rap music. I mean, it's a really solid project. I, but I felt like on, on, on this project though, and, and, and Mike, don't, don't get your little panties in a bunch here, but I felt <laughs> like LP was trying to keep up with Killer Mike. That's how I felt. Not saying that LP didn't hold his own, and I said- Remember that when I go back. I'm not disagreeing with you. Oh, okay. I promise. Yeah, but I, I definitely felt like LP was, you know, not necessarily playing second fiddle, but he was the second option on, 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 on this album, on this project. But overall, I thought it was good. Um, I think my biggest gripe on this joint was, was the production was too much the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like through the first six, seven tracks, man, it was, it sounded like almost one beat. It really did. Mike, where you going? Mike, where you going? Where you going, Mike? I had to get some air, man. So he said some things that you had a reaction to. Let's just skip all this passing the mic shit. Say it, Mike. What, what do you have to say to what he had right. to his comments about, you know, Here's the thing, right? Okay, now I'm not even gonna give my full synopsis of the album. I'm just, I'm just gonna comment on on the the comment you made about LP playing second, second. Would you say second option? Second fiddle. No, I tell you what. He said. I'm trying. He's keeping up. He threw okay. <laughs> Oh man, hold on. Oh, you gotta take the glass. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, so this is gonna sound crazy, but the first time I listened to this album, I thought the same thing you thought. I was like, man, this sounds almost like. Killer Mike is slightly outshining LP, and I thought that for the first two or three times I listened to the album. Then, what I did was I sat down and I put the lyrics on the screen and listened to it again. The thing about those two and the way each of them rhymes, Killer Mike is more direct. He's super lyrical, 
super complex, but he's very direct. LP, voice. no, it's not even has a bigger voice. LP, on the other hand, he puts out shit you gotta decode it. Yep. Like the way Rod talks about Jay, that's how I feel about LP. When you sit down and you read through his lyrics, the shit is not just like he's gonna give you exactly what he's talking about. You gotta listen to that song and read those lyrics a few times and you're like, oh, I get it. I don't really think one outshine the other. I mean, I think Killer Mike, his lyrical style is just more instantaneous than LP. Exactly. Like, you know exactly what Killer Mike is saying, you know the picture that he's painting the first time he says it, you know, if you're tuning into his lyrics closely. I mean, it's not like, you know, he's, he, I wouldn't say he's a complex, complex MC, but only because he doesn't choose to be. You know, he's not trying to, you know, go into the kind of technicalities and the kind of wordplay and the kind of rhymes within rhymes within lines and the, you know, just kind of the weird imagery and references that LP goes through, you know, and, and also, you know, digging through those thesaurus kind of words, you know, to just say something odd and abstract. Though, I do think Killer Mike did break up his style a little bit. I mean, I, I do agree with what FIFO said a little bit about the production, but I think that's only because, honestly, production was the only thing on this LP that felt a little rushed to me. There was variety across these tracks, but I didn't feel like the production was as layered as it was on Cancer for Cure or rap music. I mean, I didn't think the, the beats and the synthesizers and the samples were as lush or as crazy. I mean, there was nothing on this record that, in my opinion, maybe a Christmas fucking miracle, but nothing on this LP that, to me, was as epic as Don't Die. Wait a minute. The production. How are y'all saying the first sounds like one track, one beat? What? This Okay, this dude, this dude, seriously, if you listen to the beats, like, he has boom bap shit on here. He has futuristic shit on here. Then he has tracks that are a perfect combination of both. And the reason it doesn't sound like Cancer for Cure and rap music is because it's not Cancer for Cure or rap music. This is Run the Jewels. It's a completely different album. That's the beauty of LP. And I don't give a fuck if y'all call me a stand. That's the beauty of LP. That's the motherfucker cool. can tailor himself to anything. Nothing he does sounds the same. Listen to Cancer for Cure versus rap music versus fucking Cole Vane versus this. He proved it last year. The dude well, is, listen, it's <laughs> true, and I'm not saying the production is bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the, the organs on the Christmas fucking miracle are really epic, they're really moody, the very jittery chorus on Get It, and it, 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 it you know, that's a really awesome chorus. I mean, you know, and the beats, especially on tracks like One of the Jewels, they bang, I mean, they're hard-hitting beats. It's just that I don't think LP Wit is layered or as colorful on these beats because he wanted people to focus instead on the MCing and the tag team action of him and Killer Mike. Now, I mean, that's kind of a double-edged sword in the same way that LP's rapping style is a double-edged sword. While he does rap in really complex ways, I mean, like Mike said, you've got to kind of sit down and read into the guy's lyrics in order to really 100% get a lot of shit that he's saying. Whereas, like, Killer Mike, he's a guy that you can totally understand within a listening experience. On LP, if you totally want to get that dude from back to front, you got to go on fucking Rap Genius and go yeah. read all the lyrics and figure it out for yourself. Right. You know, that's not sitting down and listening to music, per se. That's definitely reading into the guy, and, you know, it takes a passionate person to do that. Um, you got to admire the guy's <laughs> voice, and you got to admire his flow if you're going to go that far. I mean, if he's a shitty rapper and he's got no flow, you don't want to read into his lyrics. I mean, I'm not saying he's not talented, but Killer Mike is going to come off more instantaneous on this LP. And, you know, even though 
I don't think the production is as extravagant as it was on Cancer for Cure or rap music. I'm not saying they need to be like those albums. I just don't think it's as extravagant. But I think it's toned down for a reason. And, and that reason being hearing Killer Mike and LP more. And I think they both stepped up their lyrical ability and threw a lot of words at the listener. You know, I mean, uh, with the production tampered down a little bit. I actually think Killer Mike was a little less blunt you know, on, on this album than he was on, on rap music. I, I kind of agree with you to a, to a certain degree. I do think that the production on this album was intentional. And I don't think that's, that, and I think that speaks to the level of, of, I think that speaks to LP as a producer, that he's able to do these assortment <clears throat> of different styles that he has. Um, but yeah, it's definitely for me, what I pick up from his production is just there's a lot of drum, a lot of drums, um, program in this album and I think it fits perfectly with what they were trying to do with this album with the whole aggressive style of, of, of Killer Mike and then LP coming in and, and they're just kind of going back and forth just exchanging and trading bars you know from song to song and then really sticking you know to basically the contest or whatever the, the, the narrative that they were trying to paint whatever song they was working on. So yeah, 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 as far as the production I don't, I don't have any complaints with the production because I'm taking it in context with Run the Jewels itself, and everything kind of meshes together. I see what you're saying, FIFO, where it sounds like one track, but mainly because I think it may, may be the same tempo through like the first six or seven tracks, and then toward the last two tracks, it kind of, you know, becomes a little bit more mid to slower pace, but. Yeah, and when I say, you know, it sounds like the same song, I, you know, that's not a shot or anything like that. It's just definitely Run the Jewels set the tone and it set the tone for the next six tracks like i felt the same way i felt amped up the same exact way like i did from the beginning which isn't a bad thing because i enjoyed it this shit definitely bumps wait i'm gonna say that shit early than a motherfucker that shit as soon as i put it on i loved it you know what I'm i loved the whole thing but it was just like okay i feel the same i feel the same i feel the same but it was nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with that the jewel that you felt on get it that you felt on sea legs really Right, and in the, in, the, in the way the production flowed from sea legs to um to a long uh, job well done, yeah, that's that was so lush and layered perfectly. The way LP you know transitioned from that track to the next track, and the production was completely different, man. And you know the one thing I can appreciate, and I disagree with Anthony on uh, Killer Mike not being aggressive. Thirty six uh, chain, uh, do dope fuck hope. He was he was very very aggressive, just like yeah, throughout the whole album he was very aggressive and in your face. You know, like I said before, like Ice Cube, man, he was very, very, uh, like like you say, in your face, lyrical as hell. And then LP, besides LP and Feral Mons, those are one or two MCs that I have to really listen to multiple times and be like, damn, like, that's what he meant on that shit? Like, I can't get it. It sounds good, because of course, because it's LP, you like, damn, LP is fucking killing it. But I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, so that's what he meant on 36. You know, it's, just, it's crazy how, how, how LP is so complex. Like I said before, man, he 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 is on another level with his production, of course with his MCing, and and I love this album front to back. And you, of course, you know I love short albums as well. This is, it was another <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah, it, it is it is a pretty short. And like I love said, it. It is a pretty short thing. But you know, it's a to go back to Sea Legs and Job Well Done. I mean, those are two songs that, when it comes to the choruses, they're two of the most melodic songs on the album. Um, which is great. I mean, uh, you know, especially with Job Well Done with the Until the Ribbon Breaks feature. Uh, and, uh, you know, th there, is, there is variety across these tracks. I mean, even though it is really hard hitting when it begins, 
once Sea Legs comes through, it really sort of, you know, starts delivering some different sounds and vibes. To, I think you really have to think about what this album is. Like, like Cancer for Cure was a very serious album. You know, rap music was a very serious album. This album isn't really that serious. Like, run the these, jewels. Run the jewels. Like, <laughs> like you gotta think of the, just the concept of the album. Right, right, run right. the jewels. <laughs> Jacking people. Like, right. this whole album is basically them bragging and flossing and just spitting, with the exception of a few tracks like Sea Legs where they want to cover an actual topic. I mean, I think what it comes down to is kind of like what BZ is saying it's a short project. They're trying to, and, and like what Mike said, they're trying to brag, they're putting together this short collection of tracks that are hard hitting, they're high octane, even the slower tracks are still pretty instantaneous and just in your face, you know? And for me, this collection of tracks is really more Killer Mike and LP coming together and, you know, acknowledging the success that they've had this past year, getting together and kind of saying that, look, I mean, this duo isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You know, and also, I mean, I feel like this productive, this, this collection of tracks was to also just hype up the tour that they have coming up. And I mean, considering how good these tracks are, I mean, I feel like putting out songs like this is going to get people in the venues to go see them because people who have seen LP live don't just want to see him re-perform a bunch of Cancer for Cure stuff. People who have already seen Killer Mike live don't just want to see him re-perform a bunch of rap music stuff. They want to hear some new stuff. And for them to do it together, I mean, they can play music off of both of their recent records and this record together and make a really great live show. I, I feel like this album, just like with any LP album, like, and again, I do think that, I, I totally understand your point as far as the lyrics. I'm not even gonna go back to the production because that's just a moot point, so we'll just argue all night. But the, the, the lyrics, I can totally understand what you're saying. Cause like your LP writes shit that's so complex and he spits it in a different way. Like when, like when, like I said, when Rod talks about Jay, Jay's not really spitting mm -mm. very mm -mm. sporadic like that. No, so you can kind of, you can hear not. what he's saying, and then you can think about it. With L, you kind of have to like hear it multiple times yeah. and let it. Yeah. Like he says that shit about uh, trying to pet my fucking head again, and I put my tooth through the flesh of the palm that you jack with. Like I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? You have to think about it for a minute. Or you can go, like he said, or go to Rap, Rap Genius, Genius, man. They'll explain everything for you. Like, and you'll be like, oh, oh shit. what? <laughs> and then make you want to listen to the song again. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. Like, that's exactly what it does. Because I did that with Cancer McCure all the time. I was like, oh, my fucking God. This motherfucker's <laughs> yep. crazy. You don't so, ever get yeah. it at first. You have to think yep. about it two or three times. Like, yep. oh. He's one of the few MCs that, that, that do it. I'll be like, yes. Or like when he says, Damn. I'm going to sit on the verse like a kid in a hearse or the nun in a cum shot. But he's taking. But, he, but, he, but he's taking second fiddle, right? But he's taking second fiddle. Hey, no, I think that. Like, I think, bro. But I think that's one of the things that leads to such a high replay value for me. You know, it's it's a great project, but like you guys said before, like Killer Mike is right there. Yeah. You know, you get it. Like the niggas in niggas of Paris in Paris. Yeah. You know, niggas in fucking Paris or whatever. The lines that Killer Mike. That's why I think just just hearing that and hear, hearing Killer Mike. Being that direct and being being in the forefront and just really calling them out, you know what I'm saying? Being the name that yeah yeah you know you still have seven figures but you're still a nigga. Like oh my like what the fuck like all these people running around and he's just basically saying like you have all of this stuff but that doesn't change people's perception of who you are because you're still running around acting like fucking coons and shit. You know no man so I appreciated the directness of Killer Mike. 
But the replay, replay value comes in trying to dissect what the fuck LP is saying. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, and I need to go to it, I guess, Rap Genius and kind of listen, you know, see what they say fact. about it. But I still like just listening to it and trying to really just pick it apart myself. Yeah, do that. That's what I did the first 12 or 13 listens. But by 14, it's like, all right, some of this shit still doesn't make any sense. So then you go to Rap Genius and you're like, oh, that's what he's talking about. But it's the, it's almost the same as like J and Ye, right? Like Kanye on run, on a uh, walk. He's the like Killer Mike. Yeah, he's like mm -hmm. Killer Mike. He's very direct. Mm -hmm. This is what I mean. This is what I say. Jay, Jay on the other hand, is more like L, where you have to listen, and that's and that's what I don't do with Jay. Yeah. And that might be why I don't really like him that much. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't sit down and di try to dissect his lyrics that well. I say what you think about Big Boy's verse. Fucking dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About time. If, 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 what do you say? If we break up, you take half. I'm still sitting on comms. Ain't fingers, ain't fingers, man. Ain't fingers, nigga. Thank you. Hey, I would like, say I go to Vegas. I don't need no paperwork because my because my yeah. money's straight, nigga. <laughs> I don't need. I don't give a fuck. You tied up the end of the track really good, and I just think like what you're saying with Big Boy. I mean, that's what's so awesome about Killer Mike and, and LP coming together. I mean, what'd you think of No Come Down? No Come Down, I think was. One of my least favorites, just because of how the eye flows were broken up. Oh. Or am I thinking of 36 inch chain? No, 36 inch chain, the flows were all broken up, especially with Killer Mike on that in a way that I didn't really like that much. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, no come down. I, mean, I like the groove on it. It wasn't one of my favorites. You know, it didn't hit me as hard as like Job Well Done or Christmas Fucking Miracle or Sea Legs or Banana Clipper or Run the Jewels. Um, again, you know, I'm working more off of the the grooves from the beats and the instrumentals and everything like that, sort of when I'm hearing Killer Mike. I mean, LP's always straight fire when it comes to flow, but if you really want to get, if you really want to see the variety between these verses, you've got to read into them. You know, and it was just one of the tracks that sonically didn't really hit me as hard as others. I mean, you know, why did it stick out to you? Um, because, okay, did you pick up how that was a continuation of a different song? Like, did you which pick one? that up? Which, for which, for, uh, no, for, uh, for No Come, Come down. down. You didn't pick that up either? Like, if you listen to it, listen to the first verse that he's, that, that, that Killer Mike says and that LP says. Like, remember Slow Down where LP says, you know, I get down, I'm a downer, heart pounder, LOL, and spelling like, okay, now if you go to listen to this song, it's the same flow. Oh. It's the same flow. Like, like Killer Mike says, you know, I get gone, I'm a goner, in the VIP of the club, in the strip, in the VIP and the bone. And kiss it, yeah. And LP does the same shit. Okay. He said, I can't remember his line though, something like, um, oh, I forget LP's line, but it was the same thing. It was like they took the same flow from Stay Down oh, and, and put it on down. No Come Down. And it was, man, that so shit that's, was, okay. That I shit didn't was catch so that. dope yeah, to me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. You know, okay. not only lyrically and flow wise, but instrumentally too. Songs from this LP reference back to yes. the recent work that Killer Mike album put out, yes. sampling bits of it and reusing it in different ways. Yep. Like on 36 inch chain, that that vocal cut of yeah, like yes. yeah, throughout that track over and over and over. Um, again, I mean, I think I think it speaks to the idea that Killer Mike and LP are essentially coming together and just sort of like solidifying this duo and like putting a name on it, and you know, and, and kind of guaranteeing that they're going to work together again in the future. Though, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to continue under this name. I guess it'll depend on how successful this tour and how successful this album is. But um, 
Uh, you know, I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to stop collaborating anytime soon. They don't need to. They don't to. need to. Yeah, they don't need to. Hip-hop needs this. They're a perfect match. Especially if they could come out with a project this solid in such a short amount sure of time. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I definitely, definitely like this motherfucking album. But, um, like I said, man, um, I felt like the initial track, Run the Jewel, set the tone, and I felt the same way through the first couple, more than a couple tracks. But I definitely like it, definitely bumps in the whip. This is definitely in the rotation, and if we would have did the top five, again, this most likely would have knocked out Logic, huh? Nah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been number one. Insanely high replay value with this project, and I think it appeal it can appeal to um, many different people. I think for people that like to, you know, receive their lyrics direct, you know, in their face. I mean, they got Killer Mike, and for people that want the more complex um, lyrics, you know, you have LPM. For people that just like the combination of both, you know, it's right there as well. Um, the production perfectly matches what they're trying to do with the album, and um, I. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the the length of the album is perfect and it leads to the replay value as well. You know, I've been playing it all day, you know, just over and over and over again. And just really just, you know, like I mentioned earlier, just trying to figure out some of the things that LP is even rhyming about on there, but really enjoying the in your face shit that, that Killer Mike is saying, like I'm yeah. fucking, Tyson in the fucking 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, like, yes. man, just in closing, all I got to say is, even if you got seven figures, you're still in there. There you go. There you go. He's gonna sit back like he. <laughs> <laughs> he said that shit like this. Tell him about it. Oh, 30. man. 30. Look, I, fucking, I fucking love this album. Like, like people said, we, if we about to listen to this before we shot our top five, this would have been easily. This would have been up there with my number one, man. Uh, I loved it. Even though know, I love the short quality, quality over quantity. Give yeah, me ten. Definitely. I'd rather have ten non-skippable tracks with some great ass wordplay flow and great production. I mean, hell, I got LP three times within a year. I am like, this is crazy because you know LP is always known for spacing out projects, yes. and I get I get to hear LP production and the MC three, three well twice in the year, and then the production three times in one year. I can't ask for anything more. I mean, preach, B. I, I am, I am willing to pay my money to get this. I can't believe they're giving this for free. I am going to get my vinyl copy ASAP, man. I, I, I gotta have it. Tell them about it, B. This is a wonderful album. I mean, you, you, you. Hip hop needs this, man. They, they need these, these two MCs, these, this production, everything about this album. Hip hop needs it. I think this is an album that would definitely have been in my top five, but probably have been my number one if we had done this you know, after this came out. Um, I think I think the, 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 the styles of Killer Mike and LP, they fit perfectly. I think the production fit perfectly with the type of album they were gonna do. I think the fact that you have LP's coded lyrics with Killer Mike's super aggressive but still complex lyrics fit perfectly. Um, my only slight gripe on this album was I, I would have I would have liked for there to have been a few more uh, subject matter type songs like they did with with uh, DDFH and with Sea Legs. The idea of Sea Legs was just dope to me. It's dope as fuck. You know the whole idea of the world being a sea and you trying to, to trying to keep steady but not not fall because you got sea. Oh, you know, it's 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 dope, man. And 
It'd have been fresh if they had like a story where Killer Mike and LP were just going back and forth, telling parts of the story. Cause I haven't heard LP do that in a while. Like the last time I think you heard it, he did that with Cage like years ago. But um, regardless, um, this album, I can't find a flaw with it. And I don't give a fuck. Yes, I'm an admitted stan. I'm an admitted LP stan. I'm an admitted fucking Killer Mike super fan. And this album gave me what I wanted. I'm actually pretty much in agreement with everybody else. Even though there are moments when I listen to this LP and I kind of wanted more. I wanted more topical tracks, just like Mike did. Um, I wish that the emotional lows, sadder tracks were as prominent as they were on Cancer for a Cure or, you know, some of the tracks on the back end of rap music, which were absolutely beautiful. Um, but the hard-hitting, high-octane, in-your-face, fucking beat-your-fucking-ass <laughs> tracks are all over this LP. And, um, I mean, as far as that goes, you really couldn't ask for more, just like, just like Mike said. FIFO, Ken, BZ, Mike, LP, Killer Mike, Run the Jewels, Anthony Fantano, The Needle Drop, Dead Hip-Hop, forever. Yeah. Uh, you. 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 Uh, you